Disney Conversations Tour 51 brings us to our walkabout of the deluxe resorts. On this adventure, Mindy shares about most of the Magic Kingdom area resorts, but we're saving one for a different conversation. We talk about the theming, the shopping, and of course all the dining opportunities there are at each of these resorts. We hope you'll enjoy this excursion. Welcome aboard! Welcome to Disney Conversations with your tour guides, Magical Matthew Wallace and Mindy Mira. Join them as they talk about everything Disney. Disney Conversations is proudly brought to you by Magical Matthew Travel. Contact them today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to Disneyland, Walt Disney World, Disney Cruise Lines, Adventures by Disney, or Alani, a Disney resort and spa in Ka'olina, Hawaii. Okay, Taurus, let's get on with this week's show. Well, friends, we're back for tour number 51 of Disney Conversations. I'm your host, Magical Matthew Wallace, and joining us once again today is... The Magical Mindy. I just took your name. It's not Magical Mindy. I just called Miss Mindy. <laughs> not by choice. It just happens that way. Well, you know. I am magical. I love being magical, but magical. I think you're Matthew. magical. That's why you're here. <laughs> so We'll be magical Miss Matthew and Mindy. There you go. All the M's. We've been working our way through the Disney resorts. We started with the value level. That's right. Worked our way through the moderate levels. We have talked about some really good resorts. And to be honest, on Disney property, I don't think there's a bad one. There are some that might be better than others, but that's all subjective. (laughs) That's true. Because most people think that the values like all-star sports is like the lowest of all low. Mm -hmm. That's actually one of my favorites. There there are actually some really cute resorts at that level. That's right. It depends on what you need. If you've got little ones, The value resorts is where you're going to want to go, most likely, because they've got the iconic characters in giant form everywhere. You got it. They do. And they're fun. They're a lot of fun. I love, you know, my son, we went and stayed enough on a tangent here. We stayed at Saratoga Springs for three weeks. And my son was like, Mom, you know, I really, 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 really like the all-star sports a little bit more. (laughs) Like what? He's like the food court was way better there. <laughs> like okay, I, I give it that. <laughs> so I want to preface we're we're gonna start doing our virtual walkabout of the deluxe resorts. I want to preface this by saying number one, in general, your room sizes are much bigger, but they can vary within an individual resort because they probably have possibly as many as six or eight different levels of rooms that you can get into. And the room size goes with that along with the price tag. That's very true. In fact, I'll give you a little fact. Okay. Just to kind of go over that the value resorts, and this is some homework that I did their size of square foot. And we'll talk about this when we get to value, but, or the Mm -hmm. deluxe, this is what I was going to interject here. So I'm glad you brought that up. Value Resorts, the average square foot is 260 square feet. Now, the Art of Animation is 277 square feet. All the rest, 260 square feet. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep that in mind. 
moderates, 300 square feet for Caribbean Beach. All the rest, Coronado, Port Orleans Resort, 314 square feet. So you went from 260 to 314. Now, the deluxe, we'll talk about it. They average anywhere from 344 square feet, which is Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is the smallest, to 440 square feet at the Grand Floridian. It's a big Twice difference. the size yeah. of value. That's what I wanted to kind of share with our listeners because that's a big difference. And if you have a family of four, you think of the square footage you want. And I also want to throw in here at this point in time that we are aware that a lot of these. I think every one of them actually has a DVC component attached to it, but we're just going to kind of glance over those a little bit. We're not going to go in depth because we want to do that on a different show because that's a completely different animal. And there's a couple of other resorts besides that that are all DVC and we want to be able to talk about them as well. The villas have their own show. (laughs) Yeah. And one of these days I hope I can afford to stay in one. We'll see. (laughs) all right so we're gonna start where it all started over at the magic kingdom area there are four resorts i believe that's right so mindy kick us off okay well thank you i'm so excited so i get to be the messenger of the wonderful resort loop now we call it the resort loop because on the monorail it literally takes you to all of the deluxe resorts, except for one, which is the Wilderness Lodge. So what I want to do is board the monorail, and we're going to go in circumference of said monorail, because the monorail at the um, the monorail station that drops you off at Magic Kingdom, there's actually two tracks. Mm-hmm. One track that literally is a loop, and that takes you to all the deluxe resorts, like I mentioned, but the other one takes you to Epcot and that one's a fun one. That's that's fun just to get on, go and take their take the ride and come back. Do you ever do that? Absolutely. It's my favorite way too. to see Epcot the first time every trip is on the monorail. Right? On the monorail. And it's such a nice just like again, we always talk about that ambionic, serene Disney feel. And that's right. where I get it. On the train, on the monorail, on the people mover and spaceship Earth. It's all got that same right, deal. right. But so we're gonna board the monorail. And we're gonna start with the contemporary. I love this resort because it is one of the original hotels still standing at Walt Disney World that had a hand from Walt Disney himself. Mm-hmm. Now this one here's a true fact. It opened on October first, nineteen seventy one. So the fiftieth just occurred. But they built it, so it's the A-frame hotel, and the monorail goes through, and that's so cool. It goes through this deluxe resort. So this deluxe resort is fantastic. It wasn't very big, so they actually built on the Bay Lake Towers, which are really big. Have you ever been inside those? I've not been inside Bay Lake. Um, I love the monorail going through the Contemporary, but as much as I like being on it when it goes through, I think I like more sitting under it at the contemporary as it comes right. through because you got you can hear that whoosh of air before it shows oh, up. Right. And it's so cool. So it's an A-frame and when you go inside, 
The Chef Mickey's is downstairs. It's part of the restaurant in the lobby area. Mm-hmm. It's a part of the, you know, downstairs. And if you're on the monorail, you can look down and kind of weird, look at people eat their food. But also next to it is the shopping store. Every deluxe, every resort, most of them have a said store to where you can buy all your Disney goods as well as a little bit of groceries. And I think that's very beneficial to grab those good, you know, morning breakfasts and just grab and go things. Um, But also inside in here is the Mary Blair wall mural. And that is worth the walk or ride on the monorail over to see just for itself. And Mary Blair is an amazing artist. She uses fun colors and thinks of, just these, this atomic pattern and this patchwork look. And it's great. Just I just love sitting in that said atrium and just looking up. I mean, how many feet do you think that is? How tall do you think the A-frame is inside? What would you well, say? I didn't, I didn't look that up. And I, should I didn't look it up either, but I would say it's probably at least 10 stories high. How many That's, floors? Yeah. How many floors are there in the contemporary? There's probably about 10. I don't know. Oh, it's a, just kidding. I just <laughs> saw it in my paperwork. A 90-foot tall mural there you go. designed by... So that would be about Mary nine stories. Blair. And she is responsible, if you didn't know, for all of Small World. So the Disneyland Small World obviously has that same look of Mary Blair. And she designed all of the little doll dresses. So go check it out. She did it herself. It's fantastic. It's one of the most popular choices to stay at Contemporary. It has three forms of transportation, a walkway to the Magic Kingdom. It has the amazing views of Cinderella Castle and Space Mountain. But located next door is the Bay Lake Towers. And that is part of the Disney Vacation Club Resort. So again, we'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. But boy, oh boy. Now, can we just give a little nod to the restaurant up above? And what might that be, my dear friend? I believe it's called California Grill. It is. Now, correct so, me if I'm wrong, though. Wasn't that the original Top of the World restaurant as well when it, it first opened? Correct. Okay. So a little nod to that. It's ra- it's rather expensive, but when we stayed there, I got three reservations. One for me and my husband, Cecily and her boyfriend, and my mom and dad. And I did this because they all we all wanted to do it. So you go eat dinner, and the great thing is it's really hard to get a space in there between seven. 9 p.m. because people want to go eat dinner and then finish and watch the fireworks. Here's a little tip. You can get dinner at 5 p.m. or whenever. You can do lunch and then come back with your receipt Mm -hmm. and they will let you in and you can go out on the terrace on top of Contemporary. There's a big terrace and sit down. They turn the lights down low. They pump in the music and you can watch the fireworks from up above and see the whole view of the castle. That is one of the things that's on my bucket list. Do it. Yeah. Do it, do it, do it. So we're not in any shape or form related to them and no sponsorship. But if you, just for you, if you can't find a reservation to said resort or restaurant, download Mouse Pros. It's M-O-U-S-E-K-A-P-R-O-S. Mouse Pros. And what it is, it's a service that scans, it's $6 a month, so you can cancel at any time, but $6, you can have 50 searches at any given time. It's the only one that does it. Most of them charge per search. Mm -hmm. Only one, $6, 
put in as many searches as you want if you can't get those highly coveted reservations. And it'll pop up on your phone. It'll give you a text and say, go get it. Here it is. Can you know? Here's the, here's the one for the resort and or that restaurant that you're wanting to get. So if you want to get that restaurant, download that and it'll help you be able, because that's how I got three of them. It just pops up on your phone. You click it and pick your time. So you can do that. So I was able to watch the fireworks from there. It's great. It has plenty of amenities, hair dryers, free Wi-Fi, a coffee maker, telephone, in-room safe, and a mini fridge. And it depends on the range, but you can stay in the garden wing or the club level. So the club level is a whole different ball game, and I don't know if you want to touch base on that. Um, we can because all of the deluxe resorts, as far as I could tell, offer a club level experience. And I think in a lot of ways they're very similar. So maybe Correct. we should go ahead and talk about that now and move that out of the so way. I wrote, yeah, so I wrote it down what it is. So Disney World offers you unlimited ways to customize your trip, right? Um, it's not necessarily the most inexpensive thing to do if you're not on a budget, if you're on a budget, but if you're wanting that just, you know, spending a little more, it's an upfront cost, but in the end, if you see it as a better trip, do it. Club level is one of those things that that people don't know about or that they exist or the price is out of their budget. But depending on that, you just might want to look at it. So here's why it is club level. You get perks. It's only available at deluxe resorts. They give you a welcome sign in room offering. So they have food and beverage offerings. And what it is, is club level accommodations. They will help you make dining reservations it's basically staying like concierge, if you will. And they all have a club level room to where there's little grab and go. There's coffees and little hors d'oeuvres to eat, um, light continental breakfast. There's light snacks all day, but they will help you make your activities, plan your recreations, help you get your tickets. And you can just go up to the office. There's a phone number or a direct number for you to call. It's usually open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily. And all the club level guests are able to do that. They have non-alcoholic beverages all the time in their lounge. You can just go pick up a soda. Usually they're canned. They do have alcoholic beverages, but you have to be 21 years old or older, of course. But you can be in the lounge, but you have to be an adult or over 10 years old. You can't just have your kids go drop them off and leave them in there. <laughs> but at all of the Disney World Resorts, they do have this, and it's pretty amazing as far as what it is. So the Contemporary is the Atrium Club. It's on the 12th floor, and the Tower Club is on the 14th floor. So with that said, the Polynesian, the Kamaha Mahea Club, <laughs> Old Faithful is at Wilderness Lodge, the Grand, Grand Flow is the Royal Palm Club and Sugarloaf Key Club. And yeah, so that's what it is. It's basically staying at, you know, you're doing concierge. Yeah. So how would you feel about that? I don't know. I think if they were to give me the upgrade, I would feel <laughs> like it was it. something special. <laughs> but if I have to pay for it and I can't really afford it, um, I can live up. without, I'm okay. Yeah, right. And it, and I'm it's I it's, I scratch my head and wonder what I mean. I've never stayed concierge. I've you know, I've I've definitely experienced it on a Disney cruise, and mm -hmm. having that level of service is above and beyond. 
I don't know that I would necessarily need it at Walt Disney World Resort. And the only factor is because I'm never in my room, hardly ever. Exactly. However, unless we stayed like we did for three weeks, but then I'm not even going to go stay concierge because I'm going to do the DVC and have a kitchen for myself. Right. <laughs> I personally, I would pass on it, but to each their own. So there's a garden garden wing, and I don't want to take a lot of time. Um, there's the main tower, which has lake views. The main tower is the park view room, park view. So which would you go for, lake view or theme park view at the Contemporary? Um, what would you um, Well, let me think here a minute. Um, you know, I love water. <laughs> but something tells me if I have a park view, I'm also going to get a little look at some water in that direction. So I'll take that. You are so correct. However, you have to understand that that theme park view is going to cost you a little bit more than that water view. Well, of course it is. Nothing's free at Disney. Now, inside the contemporary rooms, it's called the contemporary because it's contemporary. Mm -hmm. It looks very space agey. It's got that atomic feel to it, to be honest. I feel like it does. Um, Everything straight lines, very, very clean, orange, gray, white. You know, your basic rounded corners, if you will. It's very atomic. I've heard that the decorations inside the rooms are quite incredible. They really are. They're beautiful. I'm not saying they're not. They are. The the the, the uh, beds are lifted, light carpet. The, it, it, the, the rooms are fantastic. Now, here's a little trivia. You did not know this if you didn't know this. The A-frame was built first. And what they did is they designed all the rooms off property. Yep had them shipped in and slid them in like little pockets in like the box just slid in and they created all the rooms that way. So they're actually a little bit bigger than most of the other deluxe resorts. So again, Walt Disney was forward thinking enough that he saw the benefit in prefabricated construction. Correct. So they put these things together in big warehouses and brought them in it, brought them in on semi trucks. And they slid them in where they needed to yep. go. It's actually kind of a brilliant idea, if you ask me. I just, it blows my mind. And you can tell when you go by that how they're just like, how it could have happened that right. way. Um, room levels are sweet with club level service. Um, evening turn down service. But again, that's all has to do with those concierge levels. Let's see. Again, the rooms are... If you're going to stay at the Bay Lake, those are a little more dark wood versus the the A-frame building, which is the contemporary. Do we have anything else you want to talk about at the contemporary? Oh, that you can walk. And I told you that. But it, they do have the walk walkway to the Magic Kingdom, which is I, lo- I like love the four Now, you mentioned Chef Mickey's, and I've eaten there before. Yes. But is there anything else at the contemporary I might want to try? I'm thinking mm-hmm. steak. Which- Steak. I'm thinking oh. Steakhouse 71. <laughs> yes. Steakhouse 71. Have you ever eaten there? It was not open when I was there in September. It's, it opened shortly after that. and I was. So are you going to go sad. eat there? Um, I might sneak away from the, from the family on this next trip and see if I can try it out. Go eat yourself? And why would you sneak away and just not have them go? Are they not steak people? My wife doesn't want to spend that kind of money on things. Oh, but me being in the position I'm in, feel like I owe it to our listeners to try some of this stuff so I can have an opinion. (laughs) That's very true. So Steakhouse 51, it's the new restaurant. 
or 71. I'm sorry. I said 51 because yeah. that's a whole other Disney restaurant. <laughs> that was at Disneyland. It's a new restaurant, and you are correct. It was a nod opening 71, hence the 1971. That's mm-hmm. when it was open, which is the 50th anniversary to the resort. It is casual dining, so for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but they do have, it's just steps away from the Magic Kingdom. So you can go over there and get your steak if you're just like, I'm dying. However, they also have the famous 15 layer of whiskey infused chocolate case, cake. It has the, it's very famous. It's the chocolate mousse, the raspberry on one layer, layer, and it's for every floor of the Disney Contemporary Resort. So there's our answer 15 wow. stories. And the inside is 91 feet. So that's crazy. 15 stories. So Steakhouse 71, if you're ever open for that, try that dessert. It's amazing. And they also have great cocktails. But again, it's 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 a newer restaurant. So go eat at Steakhouse 71. It's really beautiful, too. It's got that, uh, I would say that 50s feel, kind of like the smoke room, the dark mm-hmm. pink woods, and the gold. It really reminds me of Steakhouse 51 that was at Disney's uh, Disneyland Hotel, mm-hmm. which actually just closed down. I'm so sad. So go. Go sneak away and go and tell us how, how it is. I might Even if I just go in for a, a, a quick nosh or something, maybe I don't need a full meal, but maybe I'll go in and find a good appetizer and a salad or something like that so I can at least <laughs> experience the restaurant because I have a feeling that could quickly become a favorite for me. I and agree. I do like steak, so you know, I'm a meat. So, I'm a meatitarian. So if we're gonna float on by, and that's how you have to get there, is not on the monorail. We need to float, and to get to this resort is by boat or bus. But boat is obviously faster because it takes you from the Magic Kingdom to the ever so popular Disney Wilderness Lodge. Now the Wilderness Lodge. Also, next to it, is Fort Wilderness Campground. They also have the cabins. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Gonna yes. cut that one out. We the talked about those when we did the moderates. That's right. Um, but the cabins are there. Wilderness Lodge is huge, and it's on this expansive amount of area with the campgrounds and the log cabins, but it's a great area. Um, you've got Dining, photographic views. I'm talking embrace the great outdoors. That's what you're doing. You're going to embrace Pacific Northwestern theme because that's what it is. It's got Copper Creek Village cabins, the Boulder Ridge Villas, which are also there. It's a gorgeous resort. It's rustic and it kind of reminds me of the Grand Canyon Hotel. Would you Mm -hmm. agree with that? Well, yeah, I would. I've heard that it's basically designed after the old national park lodges that were frequent back in the thirties, forties, fifties. Cause it's got, it's covered, it's surrounded with fort or pine trees. There's nature trails to take. In fact, here's a, here's a tip too. You can actually go to the wilderness lodge, even if you're not staying there. And every hour they do a tour of the resort that you Mm -hmm. can go take. It's a 15 minute tour. It's really cool to go see, and it just takes you around and gives you, and when you walk in, okay, so you're going into this log cabin slash wilderness lodge resort, and when you walk in, it is a huge open atrium that looks like a log cabin in all the rooms. It kind of has that A-frame feel, 
but these huge sort of. totem poles and the fireplace is the mecca of all mm-hmm. like, that's the that's the focal point of this gorgeous thing would you agree yes except at christmas except at christmas yes because then it becomes the christmas tree that tree <laughs> is the most beautiful christmas tree i have ever seen so here's the thing this resort is very extremely similar to the Grand Californian Hotel. I have heard that. They look so similar. And I go to the Grand Californian a lot. And their Christmas tree is pretty extravagant as well. Mm -hmm. I can vouch for that. The overall theme is fantastic. But it's got some pretty popular dining. Which, dining with Snow White. But the Whispering Canyon Cafe and the unforgettable skillets that are there. Just don't ask for ketchup. Just don't. They don't do that anymore, though. Uh, They need to do it again. They're taking a. They're taking all the the regulations away. So let's put ketchup back into it. Bring back the ketchup. Where's the ketchup? So I I had the privilege of eating there. Yeah. I did. Tell us about it. Well, I did a backstage tour, the big one, the eight hour one, several years ago. I won't talk about that now because I got a whole other opinion on that deal. But the highlight of that tour was eating at Whispering Canyon. And all I can say is there were six people at my table and they brought out six plates. I guess, well, trays, really. They're kind of rectangular trays and there were piles of five different kinds of food on them that were meant to be shared by three and four people. And each of us had one of those. And when I was done, they asked me if I wanted uh, to go with them. I'm like, where would I put it to keep it fresh? (laughs) Right, that's the big thing. But I mean, they had they had barbecued ribs, they had pulled pork, they had I don't remember what all else. There was cornbread, cornbread and mac and beans. cheese, and I can't the remember there there were one or two other things. Potatoes. They yes, and I mean the food was phenomenal. The atmosphere yeah. at Whispering Canyon is second to none on Disney property, and at this point in my Disney experience. My favorite. It is fun. Now, it's a lot of shenanigans, and you can't ask your waiter or waitress to tone it down, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. And it's a great, great restaurant. It's a lot of fun. So, in the rooms, it's, it, let's go back. It was actually opened in 1994. There's something to know. The rooms can sleep up to four uh, standard amenities, again, hair dryers, TV, free Wi Fi. Got to watch that Disney Channel when you come in. It's always That's turned right. on. <laughs> no more Stacy, but it's always turned on. That one channel. Well, don't get me started on that either. <laughs> I knew that was a hot button for you. Yeah. <laughs> the rooms have both standard and USB outlets scattered around. So they've upgraded those. Some near the bed, by the TV stands. But even space underneath the bed to store your luggage. I love that they came up with that. They pulled it from the cruise line and took it to the rooms and i just love because then it's out of your way you don't have to worry about where you're gonna put all that luggage as for the bathrooms um tons of counter space in these bathrooms drawers cupboards cubbies because i'm one to call what i call nesting right we get there i take everything out of our i don't like living out of uh suitcases (laughs) i can't stand it so we take everything out i move in clean out make sure there's no bed bugs or anything in the said drawers not that it would but they can't they can show up even in the luxury resort. The standard rooms are courtyard view, the views of the courtyard, the pool, the famous waterfall of Bay Lake, 
it has one king bed and one bunk bed. So that is the courtyard view bunk bedrooms. Their standard view, courtyard view, or nature view. The nature view uh, or the standard view is basically of the rooftop or parking areas, and it has two queen beds. The courtyard view would be pool, waterfall, or bay lake, and two queen beds. Nature view, you're going to see the top of trees or Copper Creek Villas, the Disney Wilderness Lodge, and again, two queen beds. Uh, nature or the nature fireworks view. This is So there's a lot of different views you can choose here. Uh, Copper Creek Villas, cabins, and partial view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. So what they're telling you is you're going to see the top of the trees. Mm-hmm. And off in the distance, you may see the fireworks, right? And it, so it, it kind of gets a little crazy there. Nature fireworks view, again, it comes with the king bed, but the, the, the nature view, it's really pretty. You can see the view that we all want to talk about, and that is the view of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's pretty. So you can still see the fireworks there, but the lake is the creme de la creme. So if you can't get the lake. So over the area of the pool, have you seen the pool? No, actually, I haven't. Okay, so if you can go over to... The Wilderness Lodge. the The pool is like, in my opinion, I think it's the most beautiful pool there is. To be honest, the pool at the Wilderness Lodge. What it does, it starts out inside the atrium, and in the atrium, it has like this water as a bridge, so a stream, mm-hmm. and it's clear water, and it goes out underneath this glass. I don't know if it's a, it's not a door, but there's just an opening and there's rocks and you go across this bridge and it flows out of the atrium and you can go outside through the doors and continue to see the water. And it goes down this little like river and it flows down and then it doesn't go into the pool, but it makes it look like it does. And the pool is humongous. It's got this rock slide in the middle of it. And it is gorgeous. It's phenomenal. So it, it's a hot spring bubbling in the, I'll read, I'll read you what I wrote. So in the lobby, it continues outside where it transforms into the roaring waterfall that pours into the swimming area. So it doesn't literally pour. I don't think so, but it looks like it does. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think they'd pour this water that came in from the, I don't know, maybe it does. It's very clean. So I guess we need to stay there water. and find out. Right? It could be, but in my head, I don't see how they're going to take water from the atrium down through this waterfall, pour it into the pool. But hey, it could. It could be chlorinated water. So, but it does go out there and follow. So, you follow behind this path to the pool area, and you're going to find the Fire Rock Geyser. It's a 120 foot geyser, and it erupts hourly from 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. Isn't that so cool? So you can go out there and see this geyser. But inside, it's you know, you've, you've got these chandeliers that overhang, and there's four huge chandeliers, and I'm talking major. And they're about 55 feet high of totem poles at the entrance. Um, the colored flooring, it's despite it, it's kind of inspired by that northwestern Native American design. The, the fireplace is 82 feet tall, it's in the lobby. And so in the fireplace, they they put about 40 different rocking chairs in front of it. There's about three rows. And you can go grab a rocking chair instead of one of these fireplace views mm-hmm. and sit there and read a book. But here's my tip. On the second floor is a little nook 
and there's about five rocking chairs, five to ten, and it's still the great view of the fireplace, but you're with tiny bit amount of people. Most people don't even know it's there. So go to the second floor, grab yourself a rocking chair, and you'll be all by yourself. So I know of at least one person who knows where that is because he talks about working up there all the time. And who's that? Lou Mangello. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's one of his favorite places in all of Disney World. He talks about it frequently. Because it's quiet. Yeah. You're right. It's, It's nobody knows about it. It's secluded. And it's all by itself. So you grab a rocking chair and you get to hear all the sounds of the, the lobby. You get to kind of watch people down below checking in and see the Aztec flooring. So it, it, you look down and there's kind of that Native American looking. It's, it's a rug. I mean, it's a massive, massive rug. And yeah. It um, overseats four different seating areas. So I did walk around the lobby a little bit there. when I was there. Oh, you I did? I love that lobby. It felt peaceful to me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. I I wanted so bad. If I wasn't on this tour that I was on, I probably would have asked at the desk if there was a way to see a room or something. Because I understand that they will, just to ask. at times, if they've got a room available, they will let you in briefly to take a look around. So, so. thank you for segueing into that. Because I'm going to talk <laughs> about just for a t- just a tidbit. The Wilderness Lodge offers different accommodations from suites to just your basic needs. But inside, it's rustic charms and it appeals to most guests. So the decor is composed, again, of that wood-carved furniture. Very, very much Disney's California Resort. It's Grand California. It really is. The glass-paned doors lead to a patio or balcony in each room. So it's really, really pretty. You've got these amazing views that you can you can uh, choose from and the types of rooms are standard bunk bed deluxe and the honeymoon rooms and the Yosemite room, which is the vice presidential suite and the Yellowstone room, which is the presidential suite. So if you've got some big bucks, go stay there. (laughs) But we talked about the different uh, views of those rooms, but each room again is around 340 square feet. And they accommodate four people. You also get the H2O shampoos at this resort. So don't forget about that. Uh, that's a great service because we all love the H2O product. At least right. I do. I love taking them home. I like them. <laughs> I love them. In fact, I order it. Just I use the uh, the green and the white shampoo a lot. It's my favorite. It reminds me of Disney. Mm-hmm. And I love it. As far as the contents of the room, a suite, the suites have DVD players. And there's movies that you can choose from, complimentary sodas in the fridge, flowers, and gift baskets are done in the room if you want to have those added. So you can actually call and have them added to your room. So this is a great resort. Again, you can go out, sit at Geyser Point Bar and Grill, which is there. This is pretty new. Have you been to the Geyser Point Bar and Grill? Nope. Okay. So (laughs) it's so great. They make great drinks. And it's right on the water. So go with your wife. Go at night because they have these amazing views. It's kind of that older, again, it looks like the Grand Canyon kind of resort. Mm-hmm. But it's the bar and grill. And you can it's open air. So you go out. You can sit. And just at night, you can watch the water pageant go by. And the lights are on with the tiki torches and the, the fire. And really romantic setting. Very serene. Highly recommend Geyser Point Bar and Grill. 
heard lots of good things about it. I would love to try it. I'm not a drinker, <laughs> so alcohol wouldn't be an issue for me. But I also understand they've got some really nice small plate snacks that you can get that Correct. are very satisfying. So exactly, that's why I don't I don't drink either. But it's just appetizers, non-alcoholic drinks, and the view. That's what you want to go there for. But your quick service is Roaring Forks, and it's open for breakfast. You can get those platters we've always talked about. It's open for lunch and dinner, and it has sandwiches, soups, and pastas. And open from 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. And dinner 11 or excuse me, lunch is 11 a.m. And dinner to 11 p.m. So it's open pretty late. But the last and foremost is the table service, which is Artist Point, located in the lobby. And that is where you're going to find the storybook dining. And you can see Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So I think that's really cool. You get to see I would love that. And you may or may not have an encounter with the queen. <laughs> well, I wouldn't want her, but Favorite. my experience with Snow White is kind of special. Tell us. She is one of my favorite characters. Many, many years ago when I was single and couldn't get a date, <laughs> <laughs> I just took off on a mad weekend one time. I made plans the week before and jumped on a plane. Oh, and this was back in the day know? of Eastern Airlines, so this will date this a little bit. <laughs> okay. And I got to stay at, back then it was called the Buena Vista Palace. I think it's a Hilton now. Oh, yeah. And that was back when Disney Springs was just a, an idea in someone's head not yet born. It was just <laughs> the Lake Buena Vista Village. Right. And they had the Village Restaurant in there, which was a cute little restaurant. Every table looked out over Lake Buena Vista. You could see the riverboat on the other side, which I've had breakfast Aww. there too, but that's a whole nother thing. That was, it's a beautiful, beautiful boat. That was such a nice thing. But I was sitting there by myself waiting for my breakfast to show up before I headed off to the parks. Snow White comes through and she's like, are you all alone? I'm like, yeah, I am. She said, would you mind if I sat and kept you company until your food arrives? Aww. She could have asked me to marry her. I'd have said yes. <laughs> yes, you can. I mean, the, the person playing the part was very much in character, but she was adorable. And I have to believe that that was a part of her real makeup. I think that was really her personality coming through. And I she really appreciated that effort from her. That has remained one of my most vivid memories of everything I've ever done at Disney World. Doing Doing the storybook, thing would be something I would be very interested in doing sometime. I would love to hear that. I have something like that with the Santa Claus. So mm -hmm. they, if the cast members are fantastic. So if you want to have a date with the Snow White, go eat there at Artist Point. Again, you get to see the Snow White and Seven Dwarves. And it's really fun. It's, it's a great one. I'd highly suggest that. And I hear the food so, is really good. It is. And All you right. can see the, the... So let's float back by. Yes. That was a great overview of Wilderness Lodge. Now, we're going to stop at my favorite, favorite resort. And that, my friends, is the Polynesian Resort. I love, 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 love the Polynesian Resort. <laughs> the views and the sand beaches and the whole Hawaiian feel. I've never been to Hawaii. My husband lived there for almost three years. Oh, so sad, right? <laughs> yeah, it breaks my heart. And what made you come back I here? I know. Oh. 
so sad to live in Hawaii. <laughs> such a such a terrible time. Staying at the Polynesian brings that back. You've got your tiki torches. Now, bear with me, listeners, because the names of this resort are really hard to pronounce. I don't know how to pronounce them, but we will make the best of the do's. The Polynesian Resort is one of the two original hotels that opened at Magic Kingdom, again with the contemporary, and Walt had a little vision of this. He certainly expanded the tropical theme, the South Pacific flair. It's a timeless appeal. He loved, loved, loved that the Pacific, you know, island. He did it at Disneyland with the the Island Hawaii shows and the Tiki Room. Oh my gosh, it's very much the Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. So if you love the Tiki Room, it's just one big, huge ho- Tiki Room hotel. It's <laughs> the only way I can describe it. Its theme reflects the culture of the South Pacific and it's divided into several long houses as the Great Ceremonial House, which serves as the main reception area. Um, it has a three story atrium. And again, tropical color palette. It's very 1950s, and that's the only way I can describe it. It's very much my living room. (laughs) That's the way my living room is. It's orange and green and tropical and very tiki room festive. I cannot wait to turn it even more festive and tiki room, but that's my living room. Um, It reminds me a lot of the Polynesian. So you get to go in here, walk the grounds of the resort with the sand beaches, the, they put up torch-lit walkways, which are really cool. All the green lush landscaping and the waterfalls are everywhere. So if you mm-hmm. think Hawaii, that's what it is. It's pretty incredible. It's on the Seven Seas Lagoon, which gives you the prime view of the nightly fireworks of the Magic Kingdom. It's one of the best spots. You can go out to the beach. They turn down the lights, pump out the music, and you can watch the fireworks from the said beach and you don't have to stay here to do it so one of my big favorite things my favorite favorite place to go at disneyland as well as magic kingdom is trader sam's and trader sam's is located at the polynesian resort uh it's a fun fun little tiki bar have you ever been to trader sam's no not yet oh you gotta go it's a blast so they have this chair that you sit on and if you order a shrunken ned head you sit on it and the chair will slowly go down. So it's like your little <laughs> short thing. And, and they do, it's all interactive. It's very much the tiki room. If you order a drink, the lights go off the toward the, the like the, uh, you know, it'll make the signs, the, the lights and the flashing go. Pew, pew, pew. It's just really cool. So right. I would highly recommend it. If you're going to go stay at the poly or just visit the poly again, it's got all that theme. Um, let's see the rooms. They've they just been redone to a Moana theme, but it's a very, very light Moana theme. You can spot the character throughout the room in the film, but it is there. And I think it's really cool. So you know how he has his tattoo that's kind of on, like on his arms? Right. That's that's put into the wall design. And it's, they're, they're very, very new renovated. This hotel just reopened. So the designs of the wallpaper reflect his tattoos. But you can't tell. It's like you look at it and you wouldn't know it unless you knew that's what it was. The rooms, again, are 404 square feet. They're a little smaller than the other room. But there's tons of options to look at. There's the garden view, the lagoon view, and the theme park view. You can't you can't have a bad 
view of this resort, no matter what it is. The rooms, because you don't look at a parking lot. It's right. amazing how they do this. Um, some of the beds do sleep five, but most are just four. Again, basic amenities, your alarm clock with MP3 player, a mini fridge, ceiling fan that looks like um, it's the shape of like leaves. They're really cool. Coffee makers. Um, your tea and coffee setup, turn down service is available if you choose. Hair dryer, your ice buckets. It has a safe, just like most of the rooms. You ever use the safes in the room? I have. Do you take advantage? I, I of those? like those. I like that they give us those options to use a safe because we all need to have a place to put our stuff. Sometimes I don't want to carry my whole wallet into a park with me, so I'll just grab like a card, my ID, throw the wallet in the safe. And I know that it's, you know, it's okay. Nobody can get to it. Exactly. <laughs> so there's three stories. So the rooms located on the third floor, they have balconies. The ones on the first floor will have a patio. So you can actually open up and go sit outside on your patio, eat your breakfast, just take in your coffee, and just listen to that sound of the poly or hear the, the, the boat that goes back and forth, you know, right. do, 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 three times. The second floor has no outside access. So most people want third or first floors. I like going outside. (laughs) Uh, That's just me. Um, The rooms, you know, concierge, you can do concierge again, but that goes back to having those perks that we talked about. There are the suites. You can do those as well. The Bora Bora bungalows are also at the Poly. And aren't those amazing? Do you remember when those were built? Not exactly, but. So they were built a while ago, but so they're over the water and they're the bungalows and they are very south. Pacific I want to say those were 2012-ish. Yeah, about that. 2013 huh? maybe. Right. There's 20 of them and they're 1,650 square feet. They have two bathrooms, a kitchen, uh, laundry facilities, but the best part is each one of them have a hot tub right outside and inside you can they cut out a hole in the floor and you actually look down and see it's really cool you can see and they they pump in the music to the fireworks if you're going to stay here at one of the bungalows and also the music to the electric pageant now here's the here's the kicker if you're going to stay at the poly and to say hey i want to stay at a bungalow get ready to fork over about two thousand dollars a night i was going to say because that's that's, a, that's about that's about two hundred dollars per square foot per night <laughs> yeah so the resort village you know you can stay there at the poly but the rooms are about five hundred dollars a night and the bungalows can be two thousand up to twenty five hundred dollars a night so it's pretty pricey do you want to stay one of the one of the drawbacks to the bungalows though that i've heard about and i've seen videos of this to prove it do you know where the ferry boat goes Right, right, right next, next to, it. to it. So every time you it takes off sleep. and they blow that horn, I don't know about I you, but I don't. Me nuts. I don't need that alarm clock going off in the morning. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? And that's the biggest beef I've read too. I've heard that yeah. that's probably like the worst part of it, and they didn't think that one through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that too. The rooms a little better, or put it somewhere so where there talk- wasn't a boat. <laughs> that's right. So we're going to finish up here. The barefoot part, we talked about Trader Sands, but there's the barefoot pool bar, the Oasis pool bar. You can take a break from the heat. It's next to the pool. 
and the pool has a really cool um, the volcanoes and you can see it erupt and it's by the pool it's a really cool pool and it's very tiki torched quick service now here is my tip go to captain captain cook's it is the only quick service restaurant there it's open for breakfast and here you can get the famous stuffed tonga, tonga toast. toast famous tonga toast and if you can't go there you can go to kona island pineapple and i uh, again it has the dole whips you can get there it's kind of like the indoor it's a bar but it's just a small one inside uh, you can stop and get that there or you can go to ohana now, maybe ohana maybe right it's the interactive experience and most popular um it's one of the most popular for breakfast lilo and stitch comes at dinner it's um they treat you like family. It's a very huge open pit. It's, you know, they do coconut races. And it's really, really cool. They've got the skewed meats, the shrimps, the salads, the pastas. Go to Ohana if you want that Hawaiian experience. And this is where I coined the term meditarian. If all you want is vegetables, Ohana is not the restaurant for you. So true. Because everything that comes out on those, those skewers is meat. It's either seafood or pork or beef or poultry. And isn't it good? So have you eaten at Ohana? Twice. Okay. So tell us about it. Well, the last, I had two completely different experiences. The first time we went as a family, we were able to snag a five o'clock reservation. Okay. Now that's when they open for dinner. At least it was back then. I think it's still the case now. I love the fact that our server came out called for us, introduced himself to us, oh, yeah. and then explained what Ohana meant. And he said, take Aww. no offense, but we're all cousins around here, so I'm going to be calling you cousin. It added <laughs> to the experience to have all of that information up front. I really enjoyed yeah. that. That's the cool. food was fabulous. My wife loves shrimp. And when you talk about jumbo shrimp, you ain't seen nothing till you've seen Ohana. Right. Those jumbo shrimp, I don't know what they were on, but they were huge. My wife. <laughs> they injected them with my, of growth. <laughs> I hope not. My wife had them serve her three different times, and they gave her a third of a skewer each time. She doesn't believe all me. all you care to eat, right? Yeah. If you want something else, all you got to do is say, hey, I'd like more. And five seconds later, it's showing up at your table. Wow. The food is really good. I really enjoyed it. However, my second experience, the food was okay. The service, not so much. That was a late night meal, like 930. It was also my birthday. It was actually my birthday. And Walt was there with me in spirit because I share his birthday. (gasps) You do? Yes, I do. And I had to explain to the staff what my t-shirt meant. What did your t-shirt My say? girls made me a t-shirt that says, I share my birthday with Walt. <laughs> That's so cool. And I was there on our birthday. Hello. Anyway, oh, for those of you who don't know, December 5th, 1901, right. that was Walt's birthday. I shared a few years later. I'm not telling you which one because <laughs> I'll just satisfy you. I'm old. Okay. The service there, it was like they were rushing to get us out of there. And we were sitting at the window that you can now see the fireworks out of, but you couldn't that day because they had just figured out that they were going to move the tree. 
there was this huge palm tree or cluster of palm trees right outside the window. And you could kind of see the flash of the fireworks above where, where the, you know, where it thinned out a little bit, but you couldn't really <laughs> see anything. <laughs> and so they told me they were going to move. I, I looked at her and said, well, can't you go ahead and have them get moved now? Cause you know, I'd like to be able to see it for my birthday. Right. She said she'd try, but she wasn't very successful. But I mean, they they rushed us out of there. So that experience wasn't as good. And we're not really in a hurry to go back because of that last experience. Unfortunately. If I could get if I could get the earlier reservation, I might give it a shot. Yeah. Again, use mouse pros. It'll help you. Yeah. If you want to. So let's finish up with the Pools and recreation. Again, that pool we talked about was the lava pool. It's the largest pool on property, and it has the infinity hot tub. It has a kiki tiki splash area for the little kids and a jogging trail, which is seven. It goes around Seven Seas Lagoon. It's one mile. It has a volleyball court, so you can play volleyball on the beach and outdoor campfire and movie each night. Again, most of the resorts do this, but this is the one that does it right there on the beach, which is really cool. And you can rent boats there at the uh, dock. The, it's called the Makili Canoe Club Marina. Again, it's hard for me to pronounce these. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like the Uka Aoi Aoi Aka Longhouse. They're just really hard. They know how to pronounce them. Me, not so much. Yeah. But they're really, really cool. It's very Hawaiian themed, very Moana themed, and just tiki torch, beautiful. Go to the poly. It's one of my favorites. And inside the lobby is also their uh, shopping area. Here you can buy all your tiki items and uh, the famous Disney tiki dresses and all your tiki flair if you like tiki stuff really really cool and you mentioned walkways a while back if for some reason you have to park at the transportation ticket center to go to magic kingdom and you finish your night at the poly and you're not too tired instead of getting on the resort loop monorail which is going to take you all the way around and make three three stops before you get back there there is a path that goes from the poly over to the ttc where you can now once again board a tram to get to your car and it's only about a 10 minute walk it's not bad it's a gorgeous path nicely lit not over lit but just enough that you stay on the path and it's a comfortable walk it's not too hilly it's pretty flat most of the way but on a nice florida evening it's not a bad way to finish your day if you've just had dinner at Oana or somewhere else on property you know what mindy we've been on this for a while now and i think this would be a good place for us to just break right now, we'll pick up next time. I've got some resorts that I want to talk about, and exactly. we'll just see where we go from there. The Poly is a great place to stop because <laughs> Aloha. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a great one. I love talking about it. But now it's your turn to talk about the next deluxe resorts, <laughs> and we get to both share the last of the creme de la creme, and we'll both talk about the Grand Floridian because we both have some special things to talk about. It that is, is true. The flagship of the resorts of Disney. So there's a lot to talk about about that one, because it's not just you've got the um, wedding chapel that's attached to it. There's a right. whole bunch to talk about the Grand Flow. So let's both talk about that. We can interject our thoughts on there. But the next ones are your turn, and I can't wait to hear what you have to say about the other deluxe resorts. That sounds great. 
Many thanks so much for joining us. It's been great. Or should I say it's it's been been grand. Aloha. (laughs) On our next adventure, we will take a look at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and the Epcot Area Resorts. We hope you'll join us again. Until then, friends, have a great week and... PTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this week's Disney Conversations podcast. Our tourists are the most important part of this show. If you would like to connect with us, simply email DisneyConversations at Outlook.com to join this conversation. Your tour guides, Matthew and Mindy, will be back next time for more fun and possibly more rabbit trails. We'll see you then. TTFN. <laughs>